What's going on, girl? Nothing, girl. How you doing? <laughs> Better now that I'm talking to you. You just brought some sunshine to my day. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad I could help. I think I'm going to have to learn my lesson about drama. I have to, you know, it's one thing to like drama and not want to deal with it in your own life. But I think maybe if you like drama, you still attract drama. Mm. So I need to have some self-reflection that might be a word right there listen interesting that, that might be a word because i'm like i don't, I don't i'm not doing it in any way so <laughs> really Mm-mm. man you married jay in this piece huh listen no i'm like I, I can't i can't i've had enough so anywho what about you sis what's going on girl nothing I'm trying to get through trying to get through so we can get to back outside well, you're fully vaccinated i am fully vaccinated my two weeks will be up this coming tuesday so you gonna come to my birthday barbecue i might actually we'll see okay well then i'll send you the link because i didn't send it to you because i was like Dina you did. Ain't gonna come. i did you send did. it to you, you did. oh okay oh, look at you mm-hmm. see i thought i was being shady i wasn't okay yeah, no you <laughs> sent it to me you sent it to me so yeah i might so yeah it's no no hard feelings if you don't but you know yeah i will be fully vaccinated next week um but i'll be four days shy of my two weeks for your birthday for my birthday yeah but i'm okay with that yeah i think the two weeks is a you know a window yeah worst case scenario type of situation Uh Mm -hmm. Mm uh-huh but you know sharing is always giving me hell I know, as she should. As she should. As she should. Good. Somebody yeah. need to keep you on your toes. Always, <laughs> certainly. So anyway, I sent you a tweet a couple weeks ago, and mm-hmm. I just—it's something that I feel like has come up with some frequency, especially in the last two, three years. Mm-hmm. And I think it's worthy of conversation. Let me pull it up and see if I can. Um, describe what it was. Do you have the tweet handy? You'd be on them Twitter streets. Listen, I I find it, I I prefer it to Facebook. Facebook, it's always in drama on Facebook. It's drama on Twitter too, but I I find myself avoiding it more. Mm. More mindful of the things that I say and who I say them to on Twitter. Because I don't know these people. Oh, I see. And while for some people it gives them anonymity and lets them cut up, Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm not about that anonymous life mm-hmm. my um, header picture is a, is a screen grab from a different world mm-hmm. the episode with um, with Tisha Campbell the HIV episode oh yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the screenshot is, the, is with Whoopi Goldberg who was also on the episode in the classroom mm-hmm. and she made the class say I'm a voice in this world and I deserve to be heard oh. and that's that that's stayed with me so yeah that's the screen grab and I put the the quote up there okay anyway so this the tweet I don't know who it, what the point of the of who sent it was but it was um four memes mm-hmm. with four different um musical artists who are all biracial well not all of them one of them was Miguel and um he says that I think these are lines from their songs 
So yeah. Miguel said in one of his songs, he was too proper for the black kids, too black for the Mexicans. The next meme is somebody named Earl Sweatshirt. Do you know him? I don't. He's a mm -mm. kid. Chum. Mm -mm. He said he was too black for the white kids and too white for the blacks. And I think that he is not biracial. I just think that he was what we used to call back in the 80s proper. Right. Um, and that language is inappropriate now. And I know that. So don't email me about that. <laughs> just for the sake of moving past it, I was saying that. Um, then Logic. Do you know Logic? I know Logic. The mm -hmm. rapper? Mm -hmm. He says, why you always talk about being black skin to white nigga? Fuck that. Because mm -hmm. um, he doesn't look black to me at all. He doesn't. Um, and then some guy named Mowgli the Iceberg. Who I don't I, know this one. I think that he is a conservative Christian rapper. Okay. I um, think he might be, is he? Well, go ahead. He's not black. I think he's white and Hispanic. Okay. But he's on his respectability politics and his music is what I understand. That's gotcha. what I read from other people. I but anyway, the the comment on the tweet is just, it's got to stop. And so I really wasn't sure what they were talking about. But I think it was a question about, well, for me, what I took from the comments was a lot of people offended by three of these four calling themselves black. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that was what the point of the tweet was, but that comment is what those comments is what stood out to me. Mm -hmm. And I call, you know, I feel like there has been an uptick since <laughs> Nikichi or whatever her name is, Dolezal. What's that girl's oh. name? Ain't her name Nikichi or something like that? She changed Rachel? It. I don't mm -hmm. know. Her mama named her Rachel. I'm going to call her Rachel. We're going to talk about coming to America later. <laughs> like, but we know. are going to talk about it. Um, yes, Rachel. I think ever since then, there has been this uptick in people feeling like there needs to be guardians of Blackness. Yes. Have you noticed that? What what do what do you mean by guardians of blackness? It's not like the Avengers or some DC stuff. <laughs> yes, it does sound like it does sound like that. But I think that's I think that's the language they use. I think that's why I, I came up with that. Mm -hmm. Because they have said they, this nebulous they mm -hmm. have said, you know, because we have not protected the culture regarded the culture, we have allowed it to be infiltrated by those who would exploit it for their own personal gain. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that we need to be more cognizant of who we call Black. Mm -hmm. What you think about that? Uh, so we need i follow some of it uh -huh. I, I follow the the basic premise like we are too quick to give out you know cookout passes listen um sometimes so i follow that but to me i think uh, people are going a little bit overboard when we want to try to parse through and decide 
you know, it's almost like, like, you know how people keep tweeting the thing. I say tweeting. I know it has to be a tweet because I see the screenshots from Twitter because we know I ain't on Twitter. But like the little card thing that they hold up of like different shades of like white to brown. And it's like, if you're on this side, then you're a terrorist. The terrorist one. And I think it's that's uh, a family guy. Yes. So that that type of meme, but it's almost like we want to do this for blackness as well. I don't Mm -hmm. know how that card looks. But in my mind, that's something that we're trying to do. And it's like, if you're too far on this one side, you know, you might not qualify to be able to say you're black um, and too far on the other side. But what are these what what are these shared experiences like what type of parody olympics are we trying to to play it gets to be annoying um quickly i mean are you telling me to be no no no. it gets to be annoying quickly. okay (laughs) (laughs) like wait a minute now um like i feel like again Dollars all happened and it was like there were actually people who were like well she's pro us mm-hmm. and it's hard to be us so if she want to be that fine mm-hmm. which I was never on that team mm-hmm. I, I was never because apparently she's done a lot of good things in the community yeah where she was um which I think is great you I know? was probably more that I was probably closer to being like that. Like, if you want to take this struggle on and fight for us, uh, okay. That Are you taking jobs? I couldn't be with the other chick who was taking jobs from people. But anyway, go ahead. No, and the problem with it is for me is because of the inauthenticity. And and, yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. just a big thing for me yeah. in life in general. I need for you to be who you are yeah. and living your truth. And the problem is that she's she is living through trauma. And we are the, for lack of a better word, benefactors of of that trauma. And the the problem is, I just can't be certain of what you will infect into that. Like, I would be much more okay with you doing everything that you're doing, the braids, the Ankara fabrics, whatever. I would be much more accepting of that if you would just own who you are, Mm. you know? And mm-hmm. recognize that who you are is in response to how you came up in, in that toxic environment that you grew up in. Because, you know, mm-hmm. she dealt with some stuff. Mm-hmm. But don't come at me with this while I'm Black because, look. Well, the trans, race, it's, the, it's the lion. Yeah, the transracial. Like, what the hell does that mean? No, that's, because race is a social construct. That's and when it so, goes left. <laughs> yeah, no, boo-boo. Mm-hmm. So, but when that happened, I feel like that's when this whole you know, mm. what does it mean to be Black thing mm-hmm. really amped up? Because that was not like that wasn't a question before, but I think that was a question among ourselves with, you know, what um, that artist Earl in the mm-hmm. picture is, I think that's what he was referring to, you know, when, and I think that's what Candace Owens grew up dealing with is people questioning their Blackness because they didn't speak a certain way or they didn't mm-hmm. dress a certain way or what have you. And I think it's morphed from that into who is allowed to say they are Black. Mm-hmm. And I don't like it. Um, on the one hand, I am 100% against the, what you call the other one, Bombaclot. What you call the other chick? 
Bombastic. Bombastic. I forgot her name. Jessica. I don't know. I don't don't want to give her too much. Yeah. But I'm 100% against pure D white people. Yes. Saying that they're black. Yes. On the flip side, I have an extreme problem with y'all telling the octoroons they're not black. (laughs) Their drops aren't large enough. Not according to certain people. So, the, so not according to certain people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, I, I have a problem with that. And yeah, how many drops we need now? But that's the thing. Who am I to define how many drops it needs? Look, Michael Jackson told Paris she was black. Who are me to judge? <laughs> that's all I'm saying. He told her she was black. Right. Listen, and I have a good said. friend in California, not a good friend, but, a, you know, a, 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 a good acquaintance, a black man. And this was a black man. OK. Mm-hmm. Uh, married to a white woman. They had twins. One of the twins came out looking like, you know, curly, frizzy hair, very tan, you know, fine features you know, ugh. she looks biracial. Mm-hmm. The other twin looks pure white. Mm. She looks white, straight hair, f- f- fl- flimsy, thin hair. Mm-hmm. You know, so flimsy. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know how when they it just falls, it doesn't hold mm-hmm. a curl at all. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, pale, pale. She looks like she's going to burn in the sun. Mm. You know, and I guess the girl's got to be about six now. I should go hit them up and see, you know, how they're doing. But they're they're twins. And the only difference is one of them has more melon than the other. So we're going to tell the one twin that she's not black. Right. But right. the other one that she is. Right. Right. And they shared a whole womb together. At the same time. I just I have a problem with telling people who know and accept and claim the blackness in their families mm-hmm. that they're not black. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't do. Um, because again, you, you mentioned Paris and that's, that's a great, she's a great example for it. Cause like she said, like, this is what my dad told me. So, you know, I, I, I joke and used to do, what was that dude's name? The Andrew person. That's why I said that. Who are me to judge? Um, oh, Caldwell. Caldwell, yes. Oh, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> that's where I got that from. But that's anyway. what he said. Who? That's what he said. Yes, baby. Anyway, don't stay focused. Okay. Um, <laughs> but but if that is what her father told her, and and I think that that's something I had not tracked it back to when we started seeing it so that, that's when that's i started noticing it yeah that's the interesting thing but i mean i think it's always been some level of it but it's definitely been an uptick so that that might have been when it happened um but it's annoying as hell because when the second woman popped off the one you call bombastic whatever mm-hmm. oh it was it was it was for real for real this is y'all's fault y'all let these people in here giving out past the cookouts right, and, right. and who said what the win whatever right. 
And I'm like, whoa, pump your brakes. You know, I've, the you've seen the the guy on TikTok, Billy Billy NYC. I think I sent you the tweet earlier. Yeah. Now him, bless his heart. Woo. That baby, I know he done gone through it. What you mean? In what way? I mean, from people when people learn his his uh lineage is like are, are people got to be confused because homeboy mm-hmm. looks what yeah he does <laughs> and the thing is it's funny because i feel like as black people we generally have an eye for that yeah and i think that's also where a lot of this is coming from because we can usually peep it out usually. a mile away yep, yep. you yep. know um nella larson wrote passing in the 19 1920 something and in the opening scene of the book, her primary character who is passing mm-hmm. um, sees someone else who is passing and they immediately recognize each other and know what's mm-hmm. up. We typically recognize who we mm-hmm. are. And mm-hmm. I would argue that there are some who would look at Mr. Billy Billy NYC and say, that boy got some black in him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. something is it's some 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 darkness somewhere. Right. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. his dad. It's his whole daddy. Not yeah. his half a daddy, right. not his, you know, granddaddy. Right. It's his whole daddy. Right. He just looks, and just like I spoke about my my male friend in California, who's got the two twins, same thing, you know, the whole daddy is black, mm-hmm. black blackity black. So genetics is a weird thing. And, and I guess it gets down to the problem with the whole idea of race, just in general, being a, a social construct anyway it's mm-hmm. not a real thing correct it's so not we're a trying real thing. We're, so we're trying to enforce something that was made up yeah. against to be used against us yes. first of all so now we're perpetuating that in these cases yeah ain't that about a, a white supremacy done did a, a number on us <laughs> that's terrible i mean because when we come down you know you want to protect your culture and and maybe that should be the focus, you know. Maybe mm-hmm. it should be a cultural identification rather than a racial one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then, how do you identify who's a part of your culture? Right. Right, because you were talking about that. That was a great point that you made when you talked about people. You didn't say it on here, so I'll give you the space to explain it but when you talk about shared experiences okay and there was an example you mentioned about shared experiences and how on a tweet someone said what are his lived well they said shared experience but I think it means what they meant was his lived experiences and were they shared with us Mm -hmm. right um and by that logic by that logic, if he's light, he's so light that white people confuse him and think that he's white, which happens often because he had a whole TikTok where he talked about the experience he's had with white people saying things that they wouldn't say around black people because they didn't know he was black. Mm-hmm. I should send it to you later. Um, but he recognizes them as wrong and he does challenge the people in this space, but I don't think that he owns like in that moment. I think he's 
he values being able to be a fly on the wall. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't, I don't know that prior to, I mean, everybody knows now he's on TikTok, he's gone viral, but Mm -hmm. I wonder if he intentionally did not divulge that for a while because he wanted to be able to remain as a fly on the wall. Mm-hmm. anyway but because he's so light you know when he's pulled over by the police how is he treated mm-hmm. because he's so light when he's in a classroom is he how is he treated by the teacher you know because he grew up with a white mother and you know presumably at a certain social class did he experience poverty did he experience the oppression that we experienced growing up as black people in America Mm-hmm. But to that logic, I think of people like Jaden and Willow Smith. Mm-hmm. They don't have the same shared experiences as me either. Mm-hmm. And I don't have the same shared experiences as other Black people. Right. Black people growing up in Chicago had life a whole lot different than Black people growing up in Atlanta. Yeah. And that's what I was about to say. Like you, some of it you end up having to... Again, I say this word parsed through because, you know, we do know examples of people who, I mean, hell, Oprah Winfrey is a whole Oprah Winfrey. But when she wanted to, you know, go and shop over there, them folks quickly reminded her that she was a black woman. Mm -hmm. So we know that that exists. Yeah. Oprah trying to go and get her bag. Right. So we've heard examples of people that are black that have a certain amount of privilege, but we're still quickly reminded that they were Black. Yes. But I think children of Black people of a certain caliber, Mm -hmm. especially in certain parts of Santa Barbara and and, uh, Ventura County, which is where Calabasas is. Mm -hmm. So basically, if they stay in their bubble, then they can stay in their bubble. Yeah. And not have that experience, period. I mean, Will and Jaden have lived all over the world. Their parents took them with them everywhere. Mm-hmm. I would not say that, you know, T.I. and Tiny's kids had the same experience as Will and Jaden. Right, 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 right. Um, but, yeah, I feel like there are certain, you know, and, Malia and Sasha. Right. And the, But the thing is, I think... I don't know if this is the point that you're making, but this is the point that I would make. Does that make them any less black? That's like, the point that I'm making. Okay, yeah. So it's like, we're not going to negate their blackness. Right, because, because their they didn't experience have... has been different. Exactly. Thank you, Dina. You articulated <laughs> it for me very well. <laughs> you're welcome. I try. So who are these people that consider themselves to be the guardians of blackness? Like, what's what's what's... Who do we think those people are and what is their deal? Well, I think I give these people a little bit more credit than you do. I think I give some of them a little bit more credit than you do. Probably. I'm a little (laughs) jaded. I'm a little cynical. So, Because you told me it was the hoteps who were doing that. I mean, you know, why say a whole bunch of words and you can just boil it down to one? (laughs) And I have a friend who every time I say that's some real hotel shit, they're like, what's a hotel? Mm, mm, And I've never been able to explain it like concisely. Mm -hmm. But I found an article on the route written by one Damon Young. We love them. We haven't mentioned our various my brothers in a minute. We love them. We love them. Damon Young said it so well. 
when he said a hotep is a clueless parody of Afrocentricity mm. or someone who is loudly, conspicuously, and obnoxiously pro-Black, but anti-progress. You better come on. <laughs> he better come on. Damon said a word. They said yeah, preaching. He said it pretty well. Yeah. Said Writers be well. writing. But um, I don't know that I think all of these people are necessarily hotels. Mm. I feel like some people are just tired of having to constantly defend themselves or constantly um, be a, allowed to show up or be allowed to you know, take ownership, you know, the whole appropriation thing is another aspect of this. Mm-hmm. Press pause, Kenya Moore wore a whole headdress, Indian headdress, and said she was a, a, a warrior princess for Halloween last year. And she said she could do it because she's part Indian. And, and I actually like Kenya Moore with all of her shenanigans, but I, I can't stand behind that one. Anyway, <laughs> I really cannot, sis. So how do you know, so you're saying that this headdress that you're wearing is representative of the Indian tribe right, that you're affiliated one. with? The specific one? And, and Black folks, we've been saying that for years, but it don't always bear out. But anyway, <sighs> I'm part Indian. I got Indian. I'll do you for real. Okay. And I, and you know, and many of us do, but, I mean, but, but not as many know, of us do as we think you know we do, first of all. And here's the thing. The natives are extremely, especially the Cherokee are extremely protective of who was allowed to call themselves Cherokee. Absolutely. Extremely protective. And I suppose we have papers that my, my great aunt says, you know, who is still living, but, you know, she tells about how her and my grandmother and their other sisters used to visit the little place in Virginia and and how, you know, they're Cherokee and they have this and that, the third. But guess what I can't go do? Right. I cannot go register as a member of the Cherokee Nation at all. That that actually goes into this. It does. Now I'm mad that I kind of. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that that's a prime example. See, this right. is what that is what these people want. Right. They want to be able to define who or what is black. And mm-hmm. as someone who, as black people in general, not even me specifically, as black people in general, we've already been deprived of one culture. Right. Or one that we know, but really, we've been deprived of knowing our origins, our origins, mm-hmm. uh, genetically, you know, Go back to Africa. Go back where? Is what go you back said. where, child? Right? Where? where? It's so, where am I going? Part of wanting to claim Native American heritage is not even just a matter of trying to be exotic or trying to be different. It's trying to establish some sense of identity mm-hmm. and knowing who you are. Mm-hmm. And I think that as someone who, according to my ancestors and the documentation, the papers that they have, some living ancestors, can ancestors be living? Stay focused. (laughs) 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 Who has told me that, you know, no, we're in, you know, the way our family name is spelled and all this stuff that goes back to Cherokee. 
And you're telling me I can't be a part of that. And that's what I think that these guardians of blackness are doing, telling people, no, you can't call yourself black because you're not black enough. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it is. And so, you know, the Miguel's, the Logics, the Halsey's, the Rashida Joneses, the Wentworth, whatever his name is. Wentworth Miller. The Wentworth Millers and the Kamala's mm-hmm. and the Sean King's of see, the world. So some of those, though, this is where I end up getting confused. And I would love to have conversations with these people. Actually, I don't even know if like Kamala, Sean, Miguel... I don't know if they're like good people to include in this because to me, any of those people are stopped by somebody. You can look somebody, at them and you know they're black. You look at them and you know they're black. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Full well, stop. But that's why I say, with, but that's why I said <laughs> to you earlier with regard to Sean King and Kamala, mm-hmm. I think with Kamala, well, with both of them, they've said and or done things that have pissed people off. All right. And those people feel like revocation of blackness was in order. And I'm like, huh? So because do you know how many people I would be kicking out of blackness? <laughs> Black them? Because they don't piss me off if I did that. Like that, it, that is that that that's what we can do. It's that's just you're not black no you more. Know, oh, she has the highest number of of low level marijuana offenders that she's tried in court. I and... would kick Negroes out of blackdom every day. Them people that was fighting at the airport, I would kick them out. Like I would kick people out of blackdom. Listen, every day. Why do you keep saying stuff to me that you know is gonna get me off <laughs> focus? <laughs> and I tell you to stay focused. <laughs> But you know what I mean? So it's like, it's, it's like, I get it to a point, but we just take shit too far. Like it's ridiculous. I think it's the story of being black in America though, Dina. We're we constantly trying to define well, who and what we are. And I, mean, I think there are some people who just, you know, yeah, we got the whole tips, but I don't think everybody necessarily is a whole tip. I think that there are some people who just are just tired of people taking shit from us. And I, get, I get that. It. And while I, I don't appreciate, while I don't agree with, you know, you're saying one drop doesn't make you black because it was a white man who tried to say that a long time ago. I mean, I, I get it. But I understand, I also understand. I don't agree with it, but I also understand just wanting something for your own. Yeah, I get that. Um, I just don't like when we basically have to turn on each other. Yeah. To do it. You know what I mean? Being excluded is one of my my things. I don't like exclusion. Right. Exactly. so I, have, exactly. I think that's where my fundamental problem with that comes in, you know, and who are we to define other people? We're not going to sit here and have a whole, you know, grand jury right? about whether or not somebody has had enough, you know, you've had to have been pulled over this many times. Right. You have to have right. experienced right. this many things. And-, and then, but then wait, so even before you get to the, the shared experience is one thing, but like for Kamala, for instance, 
you know, people want to say, well, she's Indian and Jamaican. So that's not necessarily black. Why we got no, and people not- who say stupid stuff, though? That's just dumb. <sighs> we know Jamaicans are black. Come on. Like, like there were not multiple stops of these ships as they sailed across the ocean <laughs> once no. upon a time. <laughs> Listen. It, it's annoying. White people have just fucked up the world. At the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. White people yeah. fucked up the world. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got black people who say Afro-Latinas and Afro-Latinos are not black. Right. Now you black and Mexican. Well, there's this thing called ethnicity. Oh, my God. <laughs> And once again, Africans were dispersed everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> I just found out that there were more Black people in South America than there were in North America. Mm-hmm. Did not know. Mm-hmm. Now, I knew that Brazil had the second largest population of, you know, Black people yeah. who were who were on the slave trade, descendants of slaves. But I didn't realize that there was more of them in South America than there were in, in mm-hmm. North America. That was that was trippy to me. Yep. Yep. Directionally and um, what was the word? Financially, it was more prudent for them to be going to South America South. than North America. I mean, the weather is better. The waters are probably better. Mm-hmm. I mean, Spain had more money. Spain and Portugal. Yeah. Mm-hmm more money than britain at that time so anyway um but yes so once again white supremacy has screwed Stop us up everything up <laughs> basically and this is it's so frustrating it's so frustrating because here we are arguing amongst ourselves about things like this yes yes and it's divide and conquer edits i mean we would have we'll we'll put a pin in it because I definitely don't want you to go down that road. But you know, there's so many parallels between the stuff that we go through and have had to deal with under um the auspices of white supremacy and Asian Americans. And it's like if we were to team up, it would be like the Avengers for real. I don't think that you will know. ever happen. But I don't think it will ever happen. Because divide and conquer works so well. Because really, when you look at the hierarchy, the totem pole of minorities in this country. Well, they've been positioned as the model minorities. They're at the top. Mm -hmm. And as far as we're concerned, we're at the bottom. Yes, correct. And at the end of the day, the only time they get mad is when they get treated like us. Right. But they'll accept the other stuff that they have to put up with. But, But that is actually like... That is actually to my point is that if everybody along this this ladder, basically, mm-hmm. that you just described, if all of us who have to succumb to the rules of white supremacy were to get our crap together and as black people, too, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, if we were all to get together, we would stand a fighting chance. But I feel like, though, that I should be clear in saying I'm going to fight against and argue against any kind of discrimination or oppression that I see. Oh, correct. So even though I don't see the Asians uh, in general, mm-hmm. I know there are some, because I, I saw that chick that I sent you, mm-hmm. even though I don't believe that the Asians would wholly take up the banner and ride with us, I still, you know, I'm mm-hmm. going to say stop Asian hate and keep it mm-hmm. moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Don't we ain't going to stand for that. I just want to be clear. I'm not one of those people who's saying, well, they don't help us, so we're not helping them. 
Oh, I got you. Right. I got you. So, but anyway, but I, I just, I wish the guardians of blackness would just let us all get along. Oh no, this conversation made me sad. Maybe I was already in a mood before, oh. which I was, but I mean, it just upsets me. Like we shouldn't be fighting amongst each other. And truth be told, if Rachel Dolezal who would have gotten away with uh, what she did, well, because you know why we found out. Because it wasn't black folks that snitched on her. What happened? I forgot. The, what she was making. Oh, it was her parents, she, right? No. Well, it was her parents and it was her. She had these. Um, I think she was lying about getting them death threats in the mail. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Because she was the NAACP mm-hmm. person or whatever, mm-hmm. president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So, and the white people were like, why is this lady you know they was coming for her because they thought she was black and they found out she was white and they were like mm. oh we gonna get the black people mad at her right See? right but if if we had never found out about her we would have been perfectly fine with her calling herself black now mm. granted when i first saw her i was like why this white lady got <laughs> like i was like i'm confused this, this, this bad tan and this wig on her head <laughs> see the picture of the there was an instagram um video going around a week or so ago and maybe it was from tiktok originally i think it was and there was this woman this like model she was looking kind of nubianish yes and it was a whole face a whole mask thing like even looking at that was drawing it was like why is something off about the way this chick looks Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like you can't fake blackness you just can't Mm -mm. Mm mm-mm Nope. They can try. But that will. I think that that um this is something that won't have any kind of resolution. What's your outro? Mm-mm. <laughs> you seem so down. Like I said. It, 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 it could be on top of other stuff but yeah that, that just it's annoys a, me the whole thing it's a heavy it's a heavy one but you know we can, and we've talked about heavier stuff on this show i don't know yeah. why this is i think because i'm making the correlation to you know white supremacy and all of this like in mm-hmm. the moment it's just very it makes me angry because mm-hmm. i don't like and it everything that we have going on all the shit we got going on and we got to worry about who black and who not black you know what fake it if you want to as long as you're doing i ain't got the time i don't have the time i ain't got time or the energy so anyway um my outro just because you know and in the spirit of all of us accepting all of our blackness all of our different experiences as black people want to have a black parade I want Beyonce, Giselle, Nikki Giovanni poem, I think. <laughs> well, Nikki, we could, if we did that, we'd be doing Nikki every week because, <laughs> you know, that's our girl. But, but yeah, Black Parade is, is what this reminds me of. And mainly, I think it'll make you smile too. So, anyway. I'm already smiling because I thought of Nikki. So did you thought of Nikki? Never brought your, never brought your, uh, your uh, mood up. 
Yeah, Nikki Giovanni. She's awesome. 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 <laughs> All right, people. That's going to wrap us up this week. We are going to ask that you uh, make sure that you like and comment and rate us on whatever platform that you use to listen to this show. Um, make sure that you get up us up on social media, on Twitter, on Instagram, and or on Facebook. Hashtag Spike Sweet Tea or Spike Sweet Tea Podcast. And uh, then you got anything to add? Y'all be safe out there. And uh, wear your mask, wash your hands, use the good sense God gave you. Use the good sense God gave you. Listen. <laughs> go. Go be great.